after a week away due to weddings and whatever else has been going on, we are back. Jason, Justin, Max is on his way. I don't know where the rest of the geeks are, but lately we've learned to count. And we've been really doing shows <laughs> with three weeks. It's been absolutely tremendous. But we are back. Uh, congratulations to Max uh, for the wedding and everything. The the after party was a lot of fun. Hung out with Justin. We played some weird version of bowling and um, drank a lot of Cokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a beer or two. Yeah, it was good. Nice. But um, lots happened. Geek World. We're here, ready, excited to talk about it. I'm excited to talk about everything because I don't know what my trepidation has been all these years, but um, people have always told me the Scream television series was pretty good, and I've just avoided it, and I can't say that anymore. I'm nine episodes out of ten into the first season, and I'm really digging it. It really is as good as they say it is. Oh, I mean. What's going on, fellas? What's up, man? Welcome to this live broadcast. (laughs) I'm, I'm super sorry for happening late. Uh, Justin and I were actually um, we're building Legos yesterday, making videos, we and we, uh, we were bitching about homeownership. Mm-hmm. We really need to do a podcast ellipse about uh, homeownership because, <laughs> good God, I was power washing my fucking deck, and like this, like I got a new puppy, and the puppy just straight shits on the deck and it's been so cold <laughs> like i don't i don't care i'm not going out there fucking just go poop outside i can deal with it you know so it's a future max problem yeah you know like i was like it's it's fucking 10 degrees i'm not going out there current um, max is good current max is gonna stay inside where it's warm and future max can deal with it when it's yeah, outside because because a fuck future max what a dickhead and b <laughs> I mean, and also he's a sucker. Like I, I like I'm, President Max is always doing shit to this guy, and he always falls for it. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so I'm sorry I'm late. I had to power wash the fucking deck. It was it was disgusting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I respect that. <laughs> As a fellow homeowner. Oh um, <laughs> yeah, you know, like I uh, you know got married no. and uh, you know I like, had a fun reception and all the the fucking. Prize money went to the new power washer. <laughs> Very nice. Congratulations. By the way, we were talking about your reception before you popped on. So yeah, oh, a lot of fun on the wedding. What's up, Wise? How you doing, bud? And um, yeah, we got some stuff to talk about. But first, let's, let's see what everybody's been watching. You guys know that I've been binge watching The Good Wife. I have officially finished The Good Wife. <laughs> I have moved on to The Good Wife on CBS All Access. And I love that show, too. The Good Wife, it's like a, a Boston Legal. It's like somewhere the tone-wise is somewhere between Boston Legal and The Practice. So, like, it has serious moments, but it also has the quirkiness. And plus, I love Michael J. Fox. Michael J. Fox is on it all the time. And he's even on The Good Fight, which is the spinoff. And I, I Isn't he an know. asshole, though? <laughs> oh, dude, he plays like a charming asshole who's like, uses his uh, disability to get the judges... Like, he'll be in there, and he'll be like, mask, mask, and then he'll grab his oxygen mask and fake like he's having a thing. Oh, dude, he's so funny. Oh, God. <laughs> he, he pretended he was dying for, like, three episodes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fucked up. But, again, you know, like, again, like, Michael J. Fox is cool. I'm not, like, that's, I'm glad, like, they use his, you know, they, they, his disease like he still wants to work and he still wants to bring you know light to it. Like, hey, we can still do things um, even with the disease. So, 
you know, good on him. I like that they write it into the story and then they work with it. Uh, and I also like that angle too. Like, oh, okay, so you know, like, I've got a thing. Like, mm-hmm. now I have, you know, okay, it sucks that I have Parkinson's, but now I also have sympathy button that I can just push at any time to get what I want. <laughs> they, they played that up on Curb too, because like he handed Larry David a Pepsi and he was. Oh yeah, no, like, he's, he's like full on an asshole in Curb Your Enthusiasm. <laughs> they do. They definitely lean into it. For sure. Yeah. What have you guys been watching? Anything fun? Uh, oh, go ahead, Justin. No, I just I, I finished um, Boba Fett, which it turned into the Mandalorian at the end. So it, it just makes me I enjoyed it a lot. The, the tail end of the the series was a lot of fun. So you're a Mandalorian fan. Hmm. You're a Mandalorian fan. Yeah. I, well, I mean, the Mandalorian carried the last couple episodes. I'm sorry. That's, that's how I felt. Oh, the <laughs> show was complete garbage until the Mandalorian showed yeah. up. Hey, George. How's it going, George? Are you guys going uh, on George's show tonight? Like nobody's confirmed in George's little chat except for me. Uh, I I have I only watched like two biopics in my entire life. <laughs> I mean, I'll show up, but I'm in a similar boat as me. And, and yeah, and fucking <laughs> everyone's like laughing at me and calling me an asshole because I'm like, does Dewey Cox count? And and. <laughs> So, so no, I'm not gonna be on George's show because everyone already called me an asshole. <laughs> but you called yourself an asshole earlier today. <laughs> yeah, but that's me. I'm allowed to do it because I mean, <laughs> this is president, president Max, and future Max can deal with the consequences. That's funny. What have you been watching, Max? Um, I just caught up on Vox Machina. Mm. Um, I fucking love that show. It kind of makes me want to go through the critical role thing, but like <laughs> it's just so much. Every episode's like four hours long. It's just yeah, it's just a lot. Yeah, I tried. So I tried. I don't know that I can do that, but uh I I uh I do I yeah, the show is really, really good. I mm-hmm. have a lot of fun with it. I think like all the characters and the animation is good. So I've been watching that and uh Jeremy Clarkson's farm. Nice. <laughs> I forgot one more thing. Unless you want to add some stuff to the farm, the farm. no, the, the, it's just the, uh, the boys came out with an animation on Prime, and uh, I've watched a bit of that. that was, that's quite a bit of fun. Is it good? I yeah, would... I mean, it's like an anthology. Like, I, not so far as as far as I've gotten, all of them have been independent. Okay. Like each each episode has has its own story, but they have not come together yet. But yeah, I mean. It's as graphic as the regular boys show is. It feels kind of leaning into uh, invincible territory in terms of like. Well, did you read the, the comic book at all? Have you read? I had volume one because we were gonna we were gonna read it for monthly pull and then Amazon put it behind a paywall as soon as uh, season two came out. So we got to the volume one, but other than that, no. Yeah. All right. So yeah, I was I say it's more like comic book boys than. Uh, than oh well, I mean, boys. you don't. It's a lot of people that aren't the boys. It's right. a lot of like the people in the universe. Like one of the episodes follows like um, folks that have shitty superpowers. Like they did the Vought thing and they got kind of a crapshoot of superpowers, right. which was a fun episode. They're just like, right. following them around. Yeah, yeah I got to check that out. For sure. <laughs> so we're going to talk about the Batman. Uh, this part, episode will probably only be about an hour long. So everybody just hang in. First, before we get to the Batman, I got a couple news stories that I pulled because we have a lot to say about the Batman. If you haven't seen it, I suggest you, you know, go see it in the theaters. But um, here we go. Jason Momoa is officially playing the villain in Fast and Furious 10, which means in Fast and Furious 11, he'll be part of their family. What do you guys think? <laughs> it's all about family. Uh, well, who was who was in the last, who was the villain in the last Fast and Furious? Tina with Charlize. 
I've not seen it yet, so I don't know. Faith, probably an enemy. Yeah, all right. Sorry, so, dude. so Charlize Theron is going to remain a bad guy. Yeah. And then bring in Jason Moa. Yeah. Because Aquaman needs to wreck the town. Wreck house. But also, see, see, this is interesting. This is very interesting because Jason Momoa can also claim Samoan Brotherhood powers. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, negating the Rock's Samoan powers? I'm not sure the Rock's going to be in this anymore, right? Because him and Vin Diesel have been on the outs. Oh, so, so, yeah. oh, so okay. you so lose one Samoan, oh, you bring yeah. another Samoan in. To yes, yes, that's what it is. The they they had to Samoan. fulfill the Samoan quota. Okay, that's but yeah, right. that, that, right. I see what's going on. Totally cool. Uh, yeah, 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 he's just replacing the Rock as the Samoan that's right. because nothing right. beats the power of Samoan what a what a petty reason to be brought on board. <laughs> like, <laughs> we need more Samoans. Nine didn't have uh, a Samoan at all because the Rock wasn't in nine. <laughs> but, no, um, but they made uh, they made Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah. And that showed you the power of Samoan. Team. They held onto a car with their bodies from. I can't get over that. They yeah. were like literally whiplashing. But then, but then it was like nine cars. It wasn't yeah. just one. Yeah, yeah. It's it's. There's nothing. Not even physics can stop <laughs> they can't Samoan, stop the Samoan people. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's it's uh it's a ter- it's a terrible and awesome power. You know, mm-hmm. like. Think think about the replicate the, the, the replications <laughs> of that. Like it's just like uh, it, it's uh, it's scary, but you know, Fast you know what they need. Oh, sorry, go ahead. They have my money. The Fast and Furious franchise has my money. I I, I love the more ridiculous these goes. I don't know where we go in eleven after space. Like I, I don't know. I don't know. Where you go? Like you suddenly just make it a serious franchise again with eleven? Because like, that's what I'm saying. Like, what if? Audience. What if? They're like stealing DVDs, DVD players <laughs> in Fast and the Furious 11. You know, it's just like they're trying to get one semi truck full of fucking Blu ray players, and that's it. Like, that's their whole deal. Like, there's big screen TVs in there. They want to steal them. You know what it hurts back? Vinyl. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's going to be Dr. Dre's new album on vinyl. They're trying to steal a semi truck. <laughs> There's going to be like five real cars. They're going to do all actual stunts. They're just going to no live CG. underneath the, the semi truck bed. Like, the, remember how they used to, the, yeah, those, yeah. Those, the stunts where they just passed mm-hmm. through it? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. No, it was, yeah. Remember when that was the highlight of the movie? That was my favorite like, part. Holy shit, they drove the freaking thing underneath yeah. the semi. Nah, uh, I will die. That would be so good. What, I would die laughing. What if they're bootlegging vinyls to Mars? <laughs> <laughs> Elon oh already has something set up. We're I'm down. down. I'm down. <laughs> <laughs> what if it's like bananas? Like this is There's a shortage of bananas in South Dakota. And we have to run. Well, this one came out of nowhere. Family. This news uh, story. I, I did not expect to hear about a sequel to this. I Am Legend is getting a sequel with Will Smith set to return. Joining him this time is none other than Michael B. Jordan. Did he die at the end of the last one? We and Justin were trying to figure that out because I know there's one ending that where he dies and one he doesn't. I don't know which one mm. is like the theatrical ending and which one was the director's cut ending. I thought he died. I, I mean, the, the, the one I watched, he definitely died. He he had a grenade or whatever, and like then he got he got got right. Um, but yeah, I, I saw both. But, but I don't maybe remember maybe which was flashback. Back. 
you know, like. Well, that was my thought too. Like, what if it's just uh, reminiscing? What if he finds like a journal? What if Michael B. Jordan finds a journal of Will Smith or whatever, and he just like it's yeah, two it different some, timelines? Does some voiceover in like three scenes. Yeah. As yeah. much as I'm a sequel guy, I, I felt like I Am Legend was a good one and done movie because I, I watched the director's cut where he dies at the end. I thought that was a a good one and done movie, but. It's got Michael B. Jordan attached to it, which kind of perks my ears a little bit because he doesn't really put his name on things like that, though. I mean, I like Michael B. Jordan in general. I I like Michael B. Jordan, um, but did you watch the Tom Clancy movie that he did? No, is it bad? Uh, Yeah, no, it's not great. It's not terrible, but you know, it's it's like kind of middle of the road, and it sounds like Michael B. Jordan is is good. Like, I dig the dude. I I, I like him as an actor. I I feel like he's an okay person. but uh, I'm I'm got to raise the eyebrow to this one. <laughs> I, I, I am legend to me. Was like you said it was a good one and done. I'm like, yeah, it was one and done. That was <laughs> it was one and done, and that was good. Not necessarily a good one and done. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't need to see this movie. Like I, I don't care. I, there's there's nothing in that universe where I'm like, oh man, I wish they would have. The, the the most like interesting thing about that universe is they fucking. Spoiled Batman versus Superman. I I I think it's too late to make this movie. One, I think we're over the zombie craze at this moment. I mean, there's still people that are into the zombie. If you craze. make a good movie, a good zombie movie, people will be there for it. But it just we've yeah. gotten swamped with zombie stuff. If you make yeah. a mediocre zombie movie, I think you'll get killed. Yeah, but most of the people that like I Am Legend like the end where Will Smith dies. So if they make a sequel and Will Smith is in the present in the sequel, then. You've negated the version of the movie well, that everybody well, liked. Uh, but I mean, like, that's also like the thing where you know, like Will Smith doesn't die, or I mean, like, you know, mm-hmm. in a lot of his movies, I'm gonna say like 98% of his movies, he doesn't die in. So, like, you catch one where he does die, you're like, that feels good. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> 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 he didn't make it out of Philadelphia. <laughs> it's like Mark Wahlberg, you know, like like that guy like never dies in his movie. So if they make a Mark Wahlberg movie where he fucking dies at the end, I'm like, I'm there. You got my money. I gotta see that. What's up, Mick? How you doing, bud? Thank you. Thank you. Appreciated. I was I was waiting for him to give a pot shot just because. Uh, no, 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 that was it was all good. It's, it's let's mm-hmm. let's be friendly, especially talking about my my way. <laughs> uh, we can uh, we can all have, you know hold a ceasefire under the banner of <laughs> I got married. That's right. That's right. That makes sense. Um, what was I gonna say? Uh, oh yeah, you just watch The Departed a lot, just because he gets killed. Mark Wahlberg doesn't die in that movie. I thought I thought no, he did. Well, that's Matt Damon. That's Mark Damon. Mark Wahlberg um, is the badass who kills Matt Damon at the end of the movie. Oh, right. He's, he's fucking yeah, Mark he's Wahlberg. Wearing little, yeah, you're right. He's wearing those little booties. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. No, like, I, got, I got my booties on. I'm going yeah. to the car. Yeah, Mark right. Wahlberg <laughs> has spent like the last 20 years trying to get a sequel made. With, of The Departed? Uh, Nero and somebody else. <laughs> I mean, it was a good movie. Oh, The Departed was Mark shit. Wahlberg. Marky Mark. Maki, Maki, Maki. We have to eat some of it. We should do a review of all the Mark Wahlberg things here in Columbus. And just, be like, just have a little side podcast. Of like, we should do a show. What's, like what are the Wahlbergs doing? When Wahlbergers opens, we I should agree, do a show right? there. What? Yeah, I agree. Good. I mean, we make fun of Mark Wahlberg enough that we should probably support some of the things he does. Uh, <laughs> anywho. <laughs> 
Well, George, I agree. I don't think it needs a sequel, but if you start attaching some big names to it, I would. It would perk my ears a little. Bit. No, no. Uh, I, I really like. It has to be good. Like you can't just attach. You can't just have people in it and make that like, oh, okay. Um, because like De Niro's been in some shit fucking movies. Pacino's been in some shit fucking movies. Like the guy phones it in the last like fifteen movies he was in. It, it, that that doesn't get me. Like okay, if they write a compelling story that that <laughs> that is acted well. Sure, I'm down. But other than that, like, I do not care. Like, you don't need to make this. I'm not calling for this movie. Like, the, the, yeah, there's there's no reason to. You made a good thing. Leave it at that. That's totally fine. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I agree. A free guy two is coming, but I'm not surprised. I saw that the second they finished the first movie. Ah, uh, man, I think that's not. I think it's be way worse because the the novelty of it. Was the first one? You know what I mean? Like I don't yeah. know. I'm sure you can have a good story, but like I don't know. I mean, yeah. yeah. Like the whole thing was like, oh, everyone's playing GTA, and it turns out that people needed to learn something about themselves. They're like, hey, like we see this guy doing good in the GTA universe, and it's like, and he's making points and leveling up and all this stuff, and it's like, holy shit, I didn't know that was possible. And, and the realization that he wasn't a real person, like the, yeah, like, the and, thing and wasn't. That, yeah. yeah, it's it's, yeah. it's like no, the, the the cat's the cat's definitely out of the bag. A free mm-hmm. guy too. I don't I don't know about that. We'll see. I have hopes. I like Ryan Reynolds. You guys, know I like Ryan. Ryan Reynolds too. But yeah. like, what the what is going to be your story? Like, why not just make something else? I don't understand. <laughs> like you again. Like you've done a thing. It was good. Leave it alone. That's totally fine. Like, like just, Leave just have your alone. good thing. Like, you don't gotta like, and it doesn't taint the movie. You know, like when you make a sequel that sucks, but it's like, okay, well now this other thing is attached to, it, and I gotta tell people not to watch that, and, and they're gonna be like, why not? You, you <laughs> guys do that as your life. That's fine. Independence Day two, um, I thought would ruin my thing of Independence Day one, but I keep forgetting there's an Independence Day two. Same with Pacific Rim two. We well, should do a whole list a, of forgettable oh, yeah. sequels. <laughs> I have not seen. Oh, yes, I did. Yes, I did. I did see. It's got um my my least favorite stormtrooper in it. Finn. Uh, what's <laughs> oh. his name? <laughs> I forget his name too. Boyega. Yeah. Uh, speaking of good movies, here's a trailer that we're gonna watch to take us into our Batman review. This God, here we go. This is a real thing, people. This is happening. Was this made with an iPhone 12? They're doing their best, Max. They're doing their best. I I mean, look at it. I know, it's bad. (laughs) It's real bad. This might have been an iPhone 10. It looks like just like someone... Space grabbed a bunch of free assets on the internet. The house yeah. of space looks like the cat in space gift that you get when you uh, message people on like messenger. Uh, I've got a bad feeling. Oh man, that hand! That's a, that's a rough hand. It literally didn't move. The fingers didn't move when it dragged across the floor. <laughs> that's a rough hand. He could really use some lotion. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! The curse goes galactic. Oh my I, I, goodness! Is this like um? Red Dwarf does Amityville. Uh, I, I, yeah, I'm actually kind of curious. Like, was the production company involved? Like, do they do a bunch of these like bad movies? Like, it looks like they're very much leaning into the fact that it's a bad movie, right? You don't p- publish that and be like, "Well, this right. is going to be quality." You know what I mean? Like, oh, for sure. 
it, there's probably leaning into the fact that people will go see a bad movie. Especially when they're like, they got the last update for their fucking iPhone 8, and they're like, yes, we can finish the movie. <laughs> George, right there, Amityville, that is my, fa- Amityville in Space is my favorite biopic. Spoiler for tonight. <laughs> Whose biopic is that? <laughs> uh, the the houses. Um, this is the biopic of the house. <laughs> That's actually unlike, the Galactus origin story. This old house gone dark. <laughs> in the black of space this old that, house that would be a movie i would go see is just a bunch of like like those old like men from this old house trying to rent out a house and there's just ghosts in it and they're just figuring it out like this ghost is haunted in the pipe i guess i gotta figure out how to yeah get and what you're gonna need is your three quarters wrench <laughs> that's right that's right and uh you just bless that thing and you know johnny over here is also a priest he got <laughs> Online, yeah, you're, gonna, you're gonna want to run at least three gallons of holy water through that. <laughs> Do you hear that? You hear that screeching? Yeah, that's the ghost dying in the pipe. It's <laughs> <laughs> all this black sludge. Coming oh out god! Of <laughs> <laughs> it's like the the car from Jurassic Park after it eats Newman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. So oh, we all call. The Batman. And this is the first time I think we've all seen something that we're going to review on the podcast. Like, usually there's one guy out that... Well, yeah, to, but Dan didn't movies. show up. <laughs> oh. Dan didn't show up. And he's, he's the guy who likes to have movies told to him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are going to spoil this uh, movie. That's why I saved the review for last. We're going to discuss. We're going to talk. We're going to spoil. So if you haven't seen The Batman, go go watch it right now. It's, it's a swift... Uh, it's about two and a half hours. It's three hours three long. Hours. It's it three is. hours three long. Hours. Yeah. With trailers, it's three hours long. Yeah. No, Because it got out at 9.30. It was when we left the theater. And it started. So I went to see it at 10. I left at 1.10. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So just go in late just, so you miss yeah. the trailers. And it won't yeah. be so bad. It's, it, it's like... But like... It doesn't seem that long until they you were get right, to the... Max. Though there is a part, there's a point, there's a tipping point where, like, oh, we could have ended. Yeah, <laughs> we did. Yeah, and there's like they kind of Lord of the Rings it a little bit. It's not a full on Lord of the Rings, but like it definitely could have ended at some point. And then like you take a breath and you're like, okay, like I feel like the movie's ending, and then it keeps going. And then like, but after you've taken that breath. Like you feel the entirety of the weight of the movie that you just watched. Mm-hmm. Like it, mm-hmm. it, 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 that's the only that's a major complaint I would have with the movie. Like is is like it, it's a little too long. Um, they, I, I feel like they could have ended at a different spot, but uh, it's good. It's, yeah, it's definitely it's very worth very watch. good. Like yeah, just, yeah, just understand that. that the movie is long, and you should be okay. Yeah, I really yeah. like. I really like Matt Reeves, and I was really excited when I found out he was taking over Batman. And then we start seeing the casting choices, and everybody's got a bitch about anybody that gets cast in Batman going all the way back to Michael Keaton <laughs> instead of waiting to see the context of the movie we get. And Robert Patterson does or Pattinson does a fantastic job as Batman in this movie. I I, I like the story. Like going into the movie, people were telling me, you know, it's kind of like they took elements of Seven and Saw and uh, Zodiac and made a really good Batman movie. Like, mm-hmm. I know that he does a little bit in The Dark Knight, but to me, I feel like this is the first movie where Batman is full-on a detective. And I really like that element of this movie being explored. Well, this is, again, like, and this is why 
like I, I, the Riddler is a good villain to show how smart Batman is. Mm-hmm. Um, it 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 also gives you like like because like, he hasn't been Batman for very long. He's only been Batman for like two years when the movie starts. So it's like okay, this is a young Batman, and yeah, like he you see him. At crime scenes, like doing, like, you know, like breaking, you know, puzzles and, and and like solving riddles and stuff like that. And yes, I really, really enjoyed a detective Batman. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. and this is, I mean, keep me honest. It's been a minute since I've seen the Long Halloween, but this is the Long Halloween, right? No, it's close. It's similar, right? It has similar plot points. Uh, right? It's got some. I mean, like. It, the it, tone. I think the tone. Yeah. The tone, yeah, the tone is, is kind of long, but like, no, it's. I wouldn't call this. Uh, I don't feel like they ripped off. Or like the, the Catwoman stuff. The Catwoman plot line is ripped out of Long Halloween. Yeah, yeah. That that is for sure. Um, but uh, like the major plot line is is its own thing. Its own thing. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah, George, I agree. You should go into any movie with no expectations. But yeah, that it that has to be the way you enjoy movies, or else you're gonna set yourself up for failure. And I. I completely agree, but this movie delivers on a lot. And you you look at the cast and you say, okay, now we're Batman and robbing it. We have too many people in this movie. We got to pull back. But no, if you do it right and you write a compelling story, it doesn't matter how many characters you have in a movie because every movie has a lot of characters in it. It's just how you use those characters. Right. And mm-hmm. I didn't feel like Penguin was fighting for screen time with uh I mean they were barely I mean yeah, a lot of these big name guys were hardly in the in the movie. I mean not to say that they weren't important parts of the movie, but they were like, I don't know, I imagine Falcon Carmo uh, Carmine, I can't tell Carmine Falcon. I mean as an Italian, you should you should have a lot less trouble with this. I know. <laughs> I've only had to worry about my last name. Uh, <laughs> uh, but no, like, like he was only in it for probably ten minutes total, you know. Like, oh, dude, and John Turturro as Carmine Falcone was awesome. He was I was so like, good. oh shit! I was so happy. I was like, I was waiting for him to, to break out and song at the Soggy Bottom Boys the whole time. That would have been fun. The <laughs> one thing that really stood out when I left this movie is, I feel like this is the way. If you're if if you're thinking about franchise building, right? You want to build a franchise, but you don't want to. You don't need to come out because they didn't come out and say they were going to make a ton of Batman movies. They made this movie. But I feel like this is uh, another example of how you franchise build because this movie is a complete story. But mm-hmm. they do have elements that are there left over so the franchise can roll. But if there's no franchise, you still have a good movie. You know what I'm saying? So that's one thing they did really well in this movie to let you know that there's a world here that we can build on. But right now we're telling you this story. And I mm-hmm. thought they did it so well. And Paul Dano as the Riddler, like, Standing ovation. I thought he did fantastic. That was a great Riddler. Uh, yeah. Like this been a lot of like iterations of the Riddler. Like you know, like which which Riddler do you have? Um, but yeah, this one, I, I really like this guy. Uh, it was it was different and still good. You know, like he's still smart. I like the tie-in to you know, like he's obviously like not related to Bruce Wayne, but like. He was at the Wayne yeah. Orphanage, and like so, that's why he, you know, like develops this, and it's it is good. It is really, really, really good. <laughs> um, yeah, I agree, Jason. Like, hats off. Like that guy killed it. He like I feel like even as much as Heath Ledger took the Joker to a different place, this guy took the Riddler to a different place, and and it is really, really good. 
know, people it, ask me, have been asking me how it compares to the Dark Knight, and I'm just like, I just saw it. Like, I can't, I can't give you that comparison. Plus, it's, it's, it's its own thing too. And I've let it marinate in some, you know, like some fine wine. Let it sit to the side <laughs> and really like think about it. But I like the changes they made to Bruce's parents too. I <laughs> like, I like the element that we know that Martha Wayne was in an asylum. I, I hope we play with that. Or, but, but also that she owned it. Her family is the, like, I, I, that's, that's never anything that I've seen in a Batman before either. Um, and it's not very far-fetched, right, of, of oh, oh, rich, rich people being able to cover up things that normal families wouldn't be able to cover up. So they yeah, have a squeaky clean image. Yeah. In the um, Flashpoint, she is the Joker. And I feel like there's kind of a hint of that making her, you know, in and out of asylum. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. That, that, that's a great point too. Um, yeah, like, yeah. I, I just I never thought that she would be Martha Arkham. Yeah. Married to Bruce Wayne, like, and that just <laughs> that adds Why'd a whole you say other, that name <laughs> adds a whole other level to everything. Like, mm-hmm. you know, okay, why does Batman send everyone to Arkham? Oh, because he owns it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How do I pay for this Batmobile's gas? <laughs> I love that. Yeah, but you know, like if it's like okay, I can't, you know, like I can't kill, and I, I like the the normal system can't hold these people. Send them to my facility to hold these people. Like, yeah, that's like it makes sense to me. Yeah, I, I love the music. By the way, that that score drove this whole thing for me. Like it, like it set the tone for the whole thing. I was, yes. Right? I, I I I love like you know it's 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 its own thing it's uh it's very yeah like you're saying like a driving and it's a build up it's a slow build because that's also the Batman that they presented to you like whenever he goes into a fight scene he's always taking these slow deliberate steps mm-hmm. and really like getting you to like inch forward in your seat before like you know things start going down and uh, yeah it, it was perfect it was very very well done I agree. I- Michael Giacano did the score, and he's one of my favorite people to do film scores. I, I think he will be considered eventually as the next Spielberg because he does some really fantastic work in these movies. But one of the things I really liked was the uh, Bruce and Gordon relationship in the movie. Something else we've never really seen in the movies is how how like close these two people are because they were partners, like literal partners solving this crime together. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I feel like over the course of the trilogy that you got that feeling, but I, in an independent movie, I would agree that this is probably the most he's been used in, in a movie mm. for sure. Um, I, I, I do wish Alfred been more, been in more of it just because I liked the Alfred. They chose, Andy circus. But... Alfred is good. Yeah. I, I like it. I like it a lot. Mm. Um, like my other major complaint about this movie is like Bruce Wayne is like a pouty 15 year old. Yeah, he's in his what mid twenties, maybe early thirties, yeah. and, and, and he's I'm like, like he's acting like you're not my dad, Alfred. Yeah, okay, uh, uh, he knows that. <laughs> you know and, that, and, and like okay, maybe maybe I'll let that slide once, but it's like twice he mentions it, kind of mm-hmm. like is <laughs> I'm like, dude, grow the fuck up! Like yeah. you go out and you beat up criminals like as your day job, like you're gonna <laughs> can't yeah. grow the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> this dude's trying to help you. Yeah. He's the only person you trust with your secret identity type of deal, and you're, yeah. you're screwing this up for. Him. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Well, we started uh, to see, we started to see that attitude. Oh, for sure. It, it was. It, I mean, the whole point yeah, of it was but, progression. Right? But like, even still, and, and then like the only time you see that, like, 
it's 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 Alfred that that kicks him in his ass. Like like, don't give me that pouty shit. <laughs> fucking who gave me those cufflinks? Your fucking dad gave me those cufflinks. Be like fucking, yeah. you're gonna go believe Carmine Falcone? You fucking idiot! Like what the fuck is wrong <laughs> yeah. with you? <laughs> yeah, it almost is like he almost wanted something. You know what I mean? Like he had, he had the worst imagination. You know what I mean? Like you expected the worst, so that yeah. he got that result. And he's like, oh, I agree with that because it's the worst possible outcome. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness! I'm just like that was that was kind of annoying. You know because like it's always like. He'll be just getting out of his Batman costume. He's gonna he's gotta be Bruce Wayne for three minutes. Mm-hmm. And you know, but he's still got the eye makeup on, so he's like it's like he's looking super goth, and I understand like that's not what they were doing, but you know, like when he when he's got this dark eye makeup on underneath his eyes, he's like, You're not my father. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm like, all right, emo kid, like go smoke <laughs> cigarettes in the alley, like Jesus Christ. <laughs> Uh, so we got, uh, <laughs> we heard the Joker's voice in this movie, and uh, this is the actor who played the Joker in this film. Um, what do you guys think of him as the Joker going forward? I was a little iffy on his the, the, his Joker voice, but I'm sure it can grow on me at some point. But I was, I don't know. Yeah, no, we'll say. Uh, yeah, I mean, had you told me Heath Ledger was going to be the best Joker ever prior to Heath Ledger doing the Joker, I'm not sure I would have agreed with you. So right. let's see how that goes. I think Heath Ledger's Joker could fit in this world, though. <laughs> like, yeah, 100%. Too... Yeah. I do, I do like that they they tease the Joker, and I like that he's already in um, Arkham. Well, yeah. I mean, it makes sense he would have caught Well, I would assume Batman caught him if he's in Arkham, or they have a prior relationship. But that's just an assumption on my part. But... Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like with the dialogue, too, where it's like, oh, you know, like the Batman rained on your parade. It sounds like he's... Kind of speaking from experience, mm-hmm. uh, so yeah, like I, I, I think yeah, he was put in Arkham. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would, I would agree with that. I'm gonna say something that maybe has only been said once or twice about Colin Farrell, but Colin Farrell was fantastic in this film. Uh, hey, kudos, I like him in a lot of stuff. Kudos to Colin Farrell. Yeah, he did not great. be the weak link. Yeah, like I am not a huge Colin Farrell fan. I like dug him in In Bruges. <laughs> There's not much else I like him in. I love him in The Gentleman. Oh yeah, he was good in The Gentleman. I'll give him, I'll give him that. Um, I, I have seen either of those. I liked him in Horrible Bosses. <laughs> yeah, Horrible Bosses is a ridiculousness. Uh, but uh, <laughs> you know, he, he got to just go nuts like that was <laughs> anybody. I think you would have liked anybody in that role. Um, it's like Tom Cruise in uh, in um, Thunder. The, the, Tropic Thunder. Like, yeah, Tropic Thunder. Um, but uh, no, Colin Farrell. A, you don't even know that that's fucking Colin Farrell. I agreed, hundred percent. Like that could have been any like anybody under there. Like that was the makeup is so good, and yeah, dude. Like I, I love the Penguin. Can I just say first thing, like before we go into like how awesome Colin Farrell, more into how awesome Colin Farrell was. All the villains lived. All the villains lived except for Falcone. Yeah. Like, how awesome is that? Like, this is the most Batman movie that's ever been just because, like, they had seven villains and all of them lived. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agreed. That's a good point, George. I, I can see where you're coming from. I just, it was a little a little heavy with... Uh... No, no, okay. No, I'm sorry, George. The immaturity of Bruce Wayne, get the fuck out of here, bro. Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> you're, he's too old. The, 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 the you're not my father line cannot be in the movie. 
<laughs> that cannot be in the movie. And he does it like twice. <laughs> hey, George, I, I agree with you. I it I, I saw it the way I think it was meant to be portrayed. Because he's been in a cave with Alfred for 10 years. Maybe his maturity level is just not there. No, no. You can I'm sorry. <laughs> Again, like Batman is a, a, a fucking uh he's a profiler. He, you know, he's like a, a serial killer profiler, a high-level detective, a, a forensics expert. All of these things, I'm so like you're the an analytical mind cannot work like that. <laughs> um yeah. Uh, I, I just feel like you know, like, like leaving leaving the co- the Wayne company to you know, to Alfred and like, hey man, you handle it, I don't give a fuck. Absolutely. That makes total sense. I agree with you there. But that that 15-year-old immaturity does not need to be in the movie. And it takes away from the character. I, I, I wholeheartedly disagree with you. Unless, unless we have his age wrong. Unless he's supposed to be like, I don't know. 16 early. years old? Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, no. He's supposed to be uh, late 20s, early 30s. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like, you've had therapy. You've dealt with this shit. Like, fuck you. Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that was one of the gripes that um, the Riddler had. I-, I loved his, like, in the in the Arkham conversation, right? Mm-hmm. Where he was like, oh, poor Bruce Wayne, the billionaire in the castle, right? Where us other orphans are left to deal with. Mm-hmm. Kind of the fallout of actually being orphans. Not to say he wasn't an orphan, but like the, the point of view of other orphans is like, hey, we're broke and we're doing parents. Right. Like- <laughs> right. Like I, I I just don't see how Bruce Wayne does not appreciate Alfred and you're like at this age. You know, again, like if he was 16 and he was going through ninja training and Alfred punches him in the face, he was like, fuck you, you're not my dad. I get that. <laughs> <laughs> But this, we're beyond that. They're like this, like that, that has no place in this movie. And he can still be a dark Batman. Like it, mm-hmm. it, it's not. You don't need teenage angst, okay? Like that's very CW of them to put in there. And and it's it probably again, should like, have came to a head prior to this, right? Like that, that's yes. a conversation that's probably yes. ongoing for his whole life. <laughs> right? Like how many times has Alfred got to hear you're not my father? Right? Like <laughs> if he's still hearing it now when he's fucking thirty, how many more times is he gonna have to hear? Like give me well, a twenty fucking... years, right? It was he was ten. Yeah. Right? Like... <laughs> oh no, no, unacceptable. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it would have been interesting to see more of the staff around the house too, because that lady that answered the phone, like, mm-hmm. oh, I guess it makes sense that she he has other staff, but like we only saw Alfred. That's <laughs> like, right. supposed to be Aunt Harriet. I like that. Uh, it's not Aunt Harriet, but I like that there is a like an Aunt Harriet. Like they're kind of doing, throwing homage to everything. As a, that's what I thought in the theater. I'm like, holy shit, that we have Aunt Harriet living in the house. <laughs> um, uh, back to Colin Farrell. What like my favorite penguin moment was when they had him tied up, and he's like, it's supposed to be La Rata, and like you. Oh yeah, him. that was so good. And then they leave him tied up. He's like, you fucking assholes. <laughs> That was the best. That was the best moment. Um, the Batmobile was sick. I thought. Uh, out of out of ten, how would you rate the Batmobile? Uh, I like goofy Batmobiles, so I'll say it's probably a seven point five. I mean, it was cool, but like, I don't know. Like, even the bad Batmo- Batman movies had super sweet Batmobiles. You know what I, I mean? I like this Batmobile. Uh, I give it like a nine out of ten because yeah. this is a year two Batmobile. This is yeah. like 
I have taken a car, I have built the thing by myself, it's, and I attached a dead end to it because I'm smart enough to do that, but I'm not smart enough to not tell Alfred that he's not my father. But uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I liked it too. I, it, I it, felt it, like, it felt like a car a 30 year old would want to soup up. Yeah, yeah, you're like, oh, fucking get my dad's old challenger, and we're gonna fucking do this up. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, I agree. Um, it was sweet. It was so good. I'm um, like, yeah, they didn't do anything too gimmicky with it. Like the most gadget thing was the jet engine on the back of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really, really dug. It. I love that scene or the, the chase scene. It um, fit the movie very well. I will say it kind of paired well with it, for sure. Except yeah, for the chase no, scene was so good. Oh man, no flying. Mention. No mention of the chasing at all after it happened. Like they like destroyed a lot of shit, but no one even brings it up. Well, yeah, I mean, it was, it like was this the... massive twelve car accident where <laughs> fucking four people died. <laughs> as dark as Gotham is, it probably happens a lot. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. being honest, Gotham uh, sucks. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense, George, for sure. Um, I loved the chase scene where the, the, the explosion and the penguins like, oh, I got him, and then yeah. like that brief, like that beat of like, oh no, you didn't. Here comes <laughs> this giant. Car. Oh yeah, when the, like, oh god, the Batmobile coming through the flames. Yeah, like, it's. I mean, that's such a perfect Batman moment, right? You think he got him, and then he's like, no, I'm gonna crush your spirit. No, I'm, I'm right Batman. Yeah, <laughs> I'm vengeance. One of the, one of the things I said to Max as we were leaving, uh, especially with like Shazam, um, Joker just the the last suicide squad movie in this movie it feels like the people behind the scenes actually are in control of their own movies and it doesn't feel like corporate entities were working on this movie well also i feel like it, it's it's like they don't want to make um a, a, a marvel cinematic universe yeah they they're like okay uh, can you make a good batman movie then go make it like oh like joker like hey make make this movie like it, it doesn't have to be like there's like uh, there's a Brian Azzarello one shot of you know, mm-hmm. just called Joker, and it's a great book. And you know it's like it's just a small thing done by itself. And so like yeah, I think DC is doing more of that where they're like we don't need the continuity and like nobody really fucking cares. Mm-hmm. Like but everyone knows if it's a main character, everyone knows the character. Right. They're, right. they're following their animation studio because like the animation studio, there's like they release movies that are part of a bigger universe, and then they release side movies that aren't. And I feel like their chaos theory seems to be working for them because I'm really digging it. Because um, um, just the uh, Suicide Squad and then uh, Peacemaker, it tied into their bigger universe, but it wasn't like the prime focus of the film that they were trying to make. And then they are making stuff like Batgirl next in a couple mm-hmm. months, which is coming out with Michael Keaton as Batman. I, I like their chaos theory right now, and I hope it continues to be good. Well, I mean, I think that's been the biggest frustration for all of us, right? Is DC has the ca- the storytelling caliber to do good movies. Like they have good comics, they have good animation. Like, there's no reason for them not to have good stories when it comes to like mainstream movies. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're backed by Warner Brothers, so like, there's yeah, no they got the money. Yeah, to to not have a high quality, yeah, like high quality, good story, like. There's yeah, there's no reason to not have that, and there's there's no reason for what they've been giving us <laughs> up till. And again, it's like you know, Man of Steel was good, Batman vs Superman was not. Like it's it's yeah, they, they tried to force feed the Marvel Cinematic Universe to us without doing any of the legwork that Marvel right. did, right? And, and then yeah, and, but if they would have just been doing this the whole time, yeah, like, been killing it. 
I know you can. Still... They could have rode that wave that Marvel started and just like, oh, you like superheroes? We got a ton of good ones. Yeah. I think Zack Snyder was too ambitious. But if you look at this Batman movie from Matt Reeves, he was super ambitious in this movie. Like you can be overly ambitious and not do too much with the story. And I feel like Matt Reeves had a lot of ambition. Like this is a very ambitious movie. This is a guy who put a lot into one film, and you take a chance releasing a three-hour movie. Are people going to connect with it? And it's it's working. You let your creator make his film and. Mm -hmm. The audience, you don't get somebody like Matt Reeves who has had a nice track record with film and then not let him make his movie. And I think they did a good job here. And, uh, you know, I it, I was a little sad because, like, you read the Batman comic books, you know Batman's a detective. But when we left the theater, Kylie's like, I didn't know Batman solved crimes. I'm like, that's oh my literally. God. Yeah. Oh my oh, god. This comic god. book is called Detective Comics. Did you like, did you, like <laughs> beat her and throw her in her room and like take away her all her TV yeah, but, and everything? But the like movie... what do you mean you never knew Batman was a detective? I was just locked her in a room with nothing but Batman comic books, and I'm like, you're not coming out <laughs> until you read all these comic books and yeah, do a report on each one. The movies never really showed that. Yeah. I will say, I mean, I saw some folks on Facebook. Yeah, well, that's that, a failure like, on your part, Jason. Yeah. Okay. Like that that is really bad parenting. I mean, that's we got a little is. bit we got a little bit of Bruce Wayne ex, uh investigating in BVS, and we got a little bit of it in the dark night. But other than that, I mean there's been really not much of anything. So oh, what, yeah, what, no, what no, do we no, think no, about no, the bat suit being like fully bulletproof and stuff? I think it makes a ton of sense. It just seems like it was too cool for year two. Like it was like it was it's twenty twenty two technology. We gotta keep that in mind. Like he's rocking now. Yeah, um, I, I'm down. I dug it. It was I, sweet. I, I liked it a lot. And and you know, like it. Uh, that to me also would be like another reason why he can't do a lot of Bruce Wayne things. You know, it's like because like okay, yeah, the, the suit blocks the bullets, but like you still get shot. You know? Yeah, you're like, still taking punches <laughs> to the gut every time you're getting. Yeah, shot. like it's not fun. Like you have to end with a dude hit rocks with the shotgun blast at close range. You're like. Oh. <laughs> I love the contact lenses. That I thought that added a whole bunch to Batman. Yes, yes, that was because it makes a lot of sense. It just mm -hmm. makes sense. Yeah, the technology was cool, and it wasn't over the top. You know, like it wasn't bat shark repellent. Like it was just like things that Batman would use. It's like okay, I need to video everything. Like yeah, okay, <laughs> like you've got my point of view now to to record everything. I like. Uh, can we talk about Catwoman for a second? Yeah, yeah. Let yeah. me transition into that. I like the fact that uh, Catwoman uh, and Batman, Bruce Wayne, did not have a huge falling out. Because you know, when usually when you get partners in this movie, they like split up in the middle, and there's this big deal, and then they come back together at the end. So glad it didn't happen in this movie. I Actually. thought they handled that Catwoman oh. Batman relationship how I expected. Like if if Very I was well. to map out in a comic book sense, like what Catwoman and Batman were going to interact with, I felt they were very faithful to that. But I don't know. Max is the expert. I'll let you. Uh, no, I, I dug it. It was it was a solid, you know. Yeah, it, everything was good. Like I liked, I really really liked her as a character. I think they finally captured the Catwoman character perfectly, and then her interactions with Batman were 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 good. But like mostly, I was just so happy that like they did her right, and mm -hmm. and Zoe Kravitz killed it. Um, she, she she was just freaking excellent as Catwoman. I, I liked her fighting. I liked I liked everything. I thought Catwoman was the shit in this movie. I I was so down. George says she's mm -hmm. glad that Catwoman Batman stuff wasn't too romantic. It was just as though it sh could, should. Yeah, be. you know, it was a little flirty, a little heavy petting. It wasn't mm -hmm. it wasn't bad. <laughs> 
<laughs> um, but yeah, it didn't it didn't take away from the movie. You know, it wasn't like, oh, okay, here's the love story. You know, like that's yeah. It, I I just thought it seemed it to work. So yeah, good. it seemed to fit for sure. It's like it's like Matt Reeves wrote the script, and he's like, okay, so we have these elements. Maybe we can make this character Catwoman. Now, how can we make this work? And he figured it out. And he's like, okay, well, we got the mob boss. Maybe we can put Penguin in here. How do we make it work? It's like he, he, yeah, he just made it so well done. Like, I, I really like this movie. I can't express how much I like this movie. Like, I, I didn't expect, I didn't know what to expect because I went in it. I'm a fan of Matt Reeves. I liked the first Cloverfield, which he directed. I liked um, Dawn and War of the Planet of the Apes. And then now this, like, the guy is running 100% film as far as i'm concerned and box office so i can't wait to see what he does next hopefully batman too yeah yeah hopefully it's another crack at batman because like you're saying like this movie is its own thing it totally stands on its own just fine but they left enough i mean if you this is um more like the batman zero year that uh scott snyder and greg capullo um uh wrote and and penned i I do hope and this is (laughs) um but uh yeah so there is a door open and, and like you could you can't see it's like okay the penguin grows into like the actual penguin and mm-hmm. and you know like and, and Catwoman's gonna be doing her thing the riddler and the joker you know, that are the what we know are in arkham right now but we don't know who else is there right and yeah it's it's uh yeah i hope they i hope we get another batman out of, out of this this play this, this sandbox I'm, I'm definitely enjoying all the toys in the toy box right now. Mm-hmm. I, I do hope that uh, uh, Patterson uh, kind of builds out, like, because he didn't look very str- like he was no. strong in his actions, but he I, he was not a believable like strong. Yeah, like you know when, they, I mean? when he's in the suit. Yes, he he, he looked looks, big. He looked yes. huge. When but he when was he, Bruce Wayne, he was just a twig. Yeah, he's like maybe like, it was by design. I don't know. Christian Bale like might have overdid it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like yeah. Uh, <laughs> but somewhere in the middle between where he's right. at and where That's Christian where Bale is, I think is a more believable like stature for Bruce I, Wayne. It, it reminded me of the um, Keaton Batman because Keaton wasn't huge outside of the suit at all. He was a lot. That's fair. I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, I, Keaton, Keaton's a terrible Bruce Wayne. <laughs> I mean, because he's like, I mean, he builds his body up to take punishment to like because he's going to be taking shots and stuff. Like it has right. nothing to do with yeah. All right, so the um, Batman made $248.5 million worldwide this weekend. It's getting a sequel. Uh, there's no if fans, but it came in I mean, I hope it does. Place, came in sure. second place total post-pandemic uh, with 128.5 this weekend just in the U.S., so it's getting a sequel. So uh, you got yeah, second like, place to Spider-Man. Don't rush. Yeah. You know, how long How long they, they, they pushed this movie back, what, two years? Yeah. Uh, movie, because of COVID and everything, but, like, take your time. You know, like don't don't rush. If you're making a sequel, don't rush. Like I, yeah, I like that. But also, you know, it's like like the problem with having the suit in the backpack, which I did also like. But it's like, how do you fit like this bulletproof armor, you know, like into this? It's like a napkin folding of like bulletproof bulletproof. Nanotech. I am curious, like. The, that squirrel suit was so cool to me. It didn't, we didn't get like a good shot of it, but like the fact that like he just wrapped his cowl around, like we know what yeah. I mean, like the, and like yes. zipped it up. And yep, oh, which makes sweet. why he has the cape more, so much a lot more. more sense. Yes. yes, and then oh my goodness, I love that scene. The, the squirrel suit, 
like mm -hmm. stunt was so awesome. <laughs> I'm just like they do so many good things in this movie. Uh, it's it is... the attention to detail was great. It's probably the biggest thing. Is that everything made sense? How about the Batcave? I like that a lot. Yeah, I like that a lot. Yeah, I thought it was fascinating that he worked out of Wayne Manor, uh, Wayne Tower, Wait, what? Not a mansion. Oh. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, well, again, and that's cool too. You know, it's like okay, he lives in Wayne Tower. He uses the old subway system to get like that makes so much fucking sense. And then they're like, oh, well, what, what, what about Wayne Manor? And it's like, oh, you find out that that was gifted to to make art or to make the orphanage. Mm -hmm. I, I'm 100% about it. Like, that is so cool. I, uh, and, and like, just, go ahead. Okay. No, okay. I, I, yeah. So, I, I mean, I was just thinking about the renewal act and all that stuff made sense to me. Like, the people, like, the corrupt politicians, the, I mean, they leaned heavily into the QAnon stuff. I believe that's where I, my mind went. Like, where they, these these people on, like, getting um, I forget the, the term for, it, but like, using a forum to kind of spark some type of like angsty rebellion. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, um, uh, either way, it, it's like that. I mean, that's happening today, not in the extent or the extremes that they're calling it about, but I mean. Yeah. It's believable, like for, but, places but like that, four chan or eight chan or whatever. Yeah, they call they call Batman's white privilege, you know, under, yeah. like they yeah. they call it out for what it is. Like, oh, yeah. you must be a rich kid. Like, you know? yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, he screams rich kid, right? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're not my father. <laughs> I don't have real problems. <laughs> Do you enjoy the fresh berries you had in the morning? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, they everything is done is with just the right touch. Um, this movie, again, other than being a little too long, I is so good. Like, and you know, like I'm complaining about Batman being a little, a little angsty teenager, but like that's that's like three lines out of the movie. Yeah, it's like, it was know, a it's very small thing. Forty five seconds yeah. of the whole movie. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, don't please don't let my harping on it like make you think that, it, that it's a big deal in the movie. It's really. I, yeah, I would argue that makes it such a good movie, right? Like, if that's the smallest detail you find that's annoying to you, I mean, that's yeah. probably a really good. Oh, for sure. Like that. that yeah, that's uh, like I, I, I can take something you know, like when I'm crying about something, it, it seems like a big deal. It, it's really not. Like it's. it's <laughs> yeah. No, um, I don't want it to, you know, like to ruin anyone's experience. Yeah, please not, go see it. Please be prepared for three hours of of Batman and yeah, it's yeah, the good side of it. If you like that idea of it, but. Uh, parts do feel a little long, but it feels still feels like a pretty swift movie. I um, go see it because even the parts that are long makes the movie still worth watching. It's still watching Batman, and it's good Batman. It's not like you're sitting through four hours of Matt, Batman and Robin with the bat nipples and all. Yeah, the only thing that I thought was like, okay, they didn't really need this is when Catwoman and him were leaving. They were rolling out. It really screamed to me like it was like the Hulk end credits where he's just like hitchhiking <laughs> down the street. And he was like, okay, well, I guess well, we're they done. Had to show the bat cycle. Yeah, they wanted it to be cinematic, Justin. I, I guess, <laughs> but I feel like four or five streets is too many. <laughs> Maybe to two. Yeah, again, yeah, <laughs> like the movie is too long. Like they needed to cut some stuff out. Yeah, absolutely. Like. But, they could get rid of some of that for sure. Um, it's all good. good but uh, like, again, like the villains lived. All the villains lived. And they like, were all <laughs> perfect casting across the board in this movie, in my opinion. And what do you guys give it out of five? Geeks. Out of five, uh, I'm going to say this is like 
and I'm a Batman nut. Like, this is like four out of five for me. Um, I, I dug it. It's really hard to to make a good Batman movie, I guess. And and they, this is the most comic booky Batman movie they've ever made, and it is so good. And and I say it's the most comic booky because again, like. In a, in a comic book world, you can you can have all your villains. Like you know, like when people are trying to make these Batman movies, and they're and they're adding an element of realism when he straight up murders the villains. <laughs> you know, like because how else would you handle these situations? But like it, it, that's not Batman, you know. So they they nailed it. Four out of five. Go watch this movie. I already seen it twice. I plan on seeing it again. Uh, <laughs> Justin was like, uh, yeah, I didn't, oh, I you mean, already seen it twice. I was like, uh, the Batman. Yeah, he was like Batman. Uh, <laughs> Kudos uh, to you. I, I couldn't find the time to go see you the second time. Well, like, well uh, it, it's cool because, you know, I work as a home healthcare aide for my dad. And I was like, hey, dad, you want to go see the Batman movie? So I got paid to watch Batman. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Living, living the dream. I mean, to me, I, I don't know. I, I, George has a comment, but like, I, I would agree with him. Like five for me. I, I, I there's not a much better movie I can think of that I've seen this year. I mean, I love, I love Pig, but I think that was a twenty twenty movie or twenty twenty one movie. But either way, like, I, I really liked it. I, the well, small faults that I have with it are very minuscule with all the stuff I enjoyed about it. The, the, the music I loved. I really enjoyed that a ton. It, Except for that stupid Nirvana song that's stuck in my head. Like, <laughs> yeah, they did. They leaned into that pretty heavy, didn't they? But, but that um, also went really well with the. Yeah, the it did. It, yeah, the the mood they were setting for sure. Across the board, uh, some of the best casting I've seen in a superhero movie. I love the Jim Gordon and Bruce Wayne interactions. Oh, I dude, love... we didn't talk about not yet Commissioner Gordon. Uh... <laughs> I thought Jason did. I brought it up briefly. Their interaction, but he was great. I liked him a lot. He made yeah. sense to me. Oh, He's from Westworld, right? That's the, that's yeah, the, that's the show that. I know yep. him from most. Yep. But yeah, uh, so good, so good as Commissioner Gordon, and yeah, I, I just yeah, like their interactions. Or you know, it's like when they're going through the the orphanage, and he's like, "No guns, hey man, that's your thing." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when he when he punched him in the face, I laughed. I was the only person in the theater to laugh. I was like, I laughed so hard. <laughs> The fact that he was like he wasn't expecting it, he would just yeah. chat and then normally this is the moment the Batman would take to just disappear, you know, yeah. like instead <laughs> you get rocked in the face. Yeah. I'm gonna listen to you, he's like punching in the face, I'm gonna hit you in the face. <laughs> and um, um Hollywood, uh, if you're watching and paying attention, like stop trying to copy the MCU. If you need a blueprint for how to make a, a one and done movie but still have potential for sequels. This should be your new blueprint. Study what Matt Reeves did with this movie because he really did such a great job at building a world and, you know, setting up a future universe without getting too crazy. Like, I'm glad there wasn't Wonder Woman and all that crap thrown into this movie. I'm glad that we're setting up the Batman universe. And I'm in. I cannot wait for the Batman 2. I can't wait for the Batman 3. And if the trilogy is as awesome as this first movie was, I can't wait for the Batman 4. So... Uh, kudos to Matt Reeves and the team. The the nitpicks are very minor, but this movie was easily a five out of five. It was everything I wanted from the Batman movie, like one hundred percent. I got my little seven that I was hoping that we'd get kind of elements of. I liked the saw elements that they borrowed from. Just everything in this movie for me just really hit home. And I uh, yeah, five out of five. I agree with you, Justin. It's fantastic. 
Oh, um, the uh, the Batman Riddler scene when they're like they when they meet for the first time. Oh, you're not as smart as I thought you were. That whole yes, part of it? Oh, so, that was good. so good. Yeah. That was so good. Uh, like, cause like my, my favorite Batman Riddler moment in comic books is in Hush when he's trying to figure out who, and the Riddler's like, I know who you are. You know, and then but Batman's like, yeah, but you're the Riddler. Like, you can't just tell anybody anything. Like, <laughs> you have to make them figure it out. So, like, you're not ever gonna make someone figure out that I'm the Batman. <laughs> oh. Um, but this was a good kind of play on that, where it's like, oh, you're, you're not as smart as I thought you were. Like, <laughs> oh, it was so good. <laughs> yeah, it and was... like the, the fact that the, the one detective had to tell him like what the tool was, and like, oh, yeah, you know, that's all it took. But it was, yep. Like, Yep, yep. I, I really, really dug it. Um, that was there's that one. What was the other? Like, kind of. It, it was or you know the uh, who are you? I'm vengeance. Yeah. Like my 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 parents watched the movie and they're like, we're waiting for him to say I'm Batman. I was like, I know that's what they're counting on, and they did something different. Um, I, I really liked the things that they took and kind of flipped on its head that you you expect from a Batman movie. And yeah, they they put together a fucking hell of a Batman. movie. So dumb question. I just want to make sure. Like he knew Batman was Bruce Wayne, right? The Riddler no. did. No, he, okay. I was wasn't sure. I wasn't sure if he was just playing at the end or if he was just like because he yeah, kept doing Bruce Wayne so heavy. I was like, they were I trying to sure. trick us because yeah. uh, even he, Bruce thought he thought he was yeah, right. Batman. I just I wasn't sure if like he wanted to just take it with him or whatever. But okay, I was. Yeah, the whole way the monologue was delivered was to make us all think that he knew that yeah. he was Bruce Wayne, and then it was flipped with like one line towards the end. Oh yeah, no, I knew, I knew he at the end he was like, oh, we we almost got him or whatever, right? right. But like it was just a matter of I thought he was just trying to be clever and be like, I know who you are. I just didn't want anybody else to know who you are because it's a secret for us. But yeah, nah, I'm glad he didn't reveal it to anybody. Like yeah. there's a few parts in the movie where I'm like, he's gonna reveal it. I'm glad they never went mm -hmm. that. Oh, well, there's no way that it, somehow something would stop it. There's no way Bruce Wayne. You know what I mean? That's that's a that's a reveal they wouldn't have in the comics, I don't think. Yeah, or in the movie. But yeah, everybody, uh, let us know in the comments below what you thought, what your rating out of five is. You can catch Justin and I tonight on George's show, maybe some more of the geeks. I have no idea, but we will be there. George, make sure you guys know that 8 Mile is not a biopic, and if you guys choose it as a biopic, I will have a rant for you. I am my number one is. <laughs> it's not a biopic, though. It's not about it. Is. Like, it is. It's no, it is. It is now. Life. That happened in real life. Yeah, yeah, yep. it's not inspired by his real life. No, 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 that's the that's is that get, is get Richard I trying uh, a 50? Yes, biopic? I think yes. that one actually is. Is it? <laughs> oh man, what a... I already know what my worst biopic is. Spoiler alert, it's the Tupac movie they made a few years back. <laughs> but, um, everybody out there, thanks for listening, thanks for subscribing. Tune in tonight to the perfect 10, and we will catch you guys later. Have a great evening. Recycle your droids. <laughs>